The Pinball Network is online. Launching Pinball Party. Good morning, everyone. Or evening, or good afternoon. It's morning for me, having a little coffee. It's exactly 6.54 a.m. I'm somewhat of an early riser, I guess, compared to my earlier years where I worked till like 4 a.m. and woke up at 2 p.m. A little different. Regardless, you're not tuning in to hear about my work from 15, 20 years ago. You're here to hear about pinball. Well, we'll talk a little bit about pinball today. Truth be told, I wasn't going to record an episode this week, just busy with life, work, blech. Music, yeah, and just a lot of stuff. In fact, we're on our way to Mexico very soon for a week vacation, so there will be no pinball party next week. But this week on episode eight, we wanted to continue kind of the trend of talking about things we appreciate or love. And and ironically, the pinball show had a very similar thought of talking about things that they appreciate in the pinball world, where... I was planning on doing what I'm going to do shortly and share something with you. And it just happened to be both at the same time. So I figured, hey, I got to do this this week as intended. It just lines up well with what uh, the Pinball Network was doing as a whole anyways. So you're like, oh, where's the music from the beginning? Aren't we starting out like kicking some ass and rock and roll? Yeah, uh, we'll get there. For those who don't know, all the music you generally hear on the Pinball Party podcast, aside from, you know, the Star Wars or James Bond themes, those things. All the other songs come from Neon Dale, or, or I should say, more specifically, music that, that I write. They are oftentimes demos of songs that uh, I'm working on that might be recorded or, or brought to the greater band, and hey, let's do this, let's do that. I've been doing the music thing, I'll say, for oh, 26, 7 years from starting out as a saxophonist in sixth grade and then a drummer in eighth grade and I was a percussionist, if, if you will, a lot of my life, went to school for it. And then around my uh, early 20s, got much more into songwriting and just the, you know, melodic side of music. I'm a drummer at heart, but for those who are our drummers out there and know, like over time when you're practicing, uh, you know, whatever it may be, practicing on a snare drum or just practicing drums, you're always, if not most often listening to other music while you're doing it. Over time, it gets, I don't know if monotonous or boring is the right word, but you're missing something. So a lot of times drummers will gravitate towards rhythm guitar and then from there to songwriting. And I digress. Anyways, i not bashful about it. I'm a songwriter and uh, I've really been enjoying it the last six or seven years. I really did take a 12-year break from music full stop. I got to a burnout point in my early 20s, sold everything, kind of swore it off, just like not out of rebellion, but I just I got burned out. It wasn't for me anymore. I, I couldn't even bring myself to listen to music. Uh, that's how I found podcasting. For me, the first podcast I found, um, I believe, was Filmcast. And Rebel Force Radio, a fantastic Star Wars podcast and uh, movie review podcast years ago and a couple of them that just don't exist anymore. So podcasts were somewhat therapy for getting over music. I didn't want to see shows. I didn't want to hear it on the radio, anything, just because I got jealous (laughs) that I wasn't doing it. Uh, Because those who are in the industry or not, it's a hard, hard business. You uh, give it your all. You pour your heart, body, mind, soul into it, or those that really care about it do. And 
often with with very little return. Anyways, so I burned I burned the fuck out, <laughs> but uh, I've I've been getting back into it. You know, the last six years and uh, rec- recorded an album last year called Cosmic. Again, the the well, I quote band name is Neon Dale. It, it was just me, and then you know I've been lucky enough the last few months from that and and friends of mine to just gravitate towards. Hey, this is this is I want to be a part of this. Let's let's do something with this again. Let's let's actually do it. So. On this week of thankfulness, uh, close friends, people you love, you know, oftentimes they're one and the same. I wanted to talk a little bit about that. Being back in uh, the depths of songwriting, I'll say that what often happens, and, and part of the burnout for me, is to do it well, a lot of times the subject matter needs to come from a place of well, it needs to come from emotion, oftentimes positive, but oftentimes negative. So part of the thing that burned me out and, and still can from time to time is living with, for lack of a better phrase, open scars day in, day out to really let stuff come through. It's not for other people, believe it or not. Don't get me wrong. Is it nice to get compliments about work you do? You fucking bet. Of course it is. But oftentimes there's this this inside energy that just needs to... It sounds so lame, like an artist. It sounds so stupid while I say it. It needs to come out. And for me, it comes out oftentimes in in lyrics or or songwriting. So while I did not start with music today, while I'm very much, as you can tell, in an introspective mode and mood, and especially with all the band practice lately and and, and hitting it hard, and just I'm so impressed uh, with the bandmates, if you're listening, which you are not, Nate, Sean, and Zach, it's, it's, it's been a blast. It's going to continue to be a blast. I'm thankful every day for the amount of talent and energy you bring to this. As adults taking this seriously, I, I could not be happier. And you guys know I have a very high expectation of myself and others to a fault. And I'm beyond impressed and happy with what's been going on. So thank you for being a part of Neon Dale and the music going forward. But the thing I wanted to share this time is different. I don't want to do little splices of music here and there. I'm just going to, in a second here, just play a whole song, a demo of something that, uh, I mean, it, it, the demo is complete. The song structure is there. Forgive any pitchiness of my voice or, or things that this is not a final product, if you will. This is just uh, a song that means a lot to me. I normally don't share songs and talk about lyrics or the meaning because I, I oftentimes hold that near and dear to my heart. And that's for me. This one, though, is uh, I'll just say it. It's about um, a very close friend of mine um, that tragically, accidentally, and I'm serious, accidentally um, committed suicide uh, when, when we were both in sixth grade. Um, the, the, the things I miss about him, Tom, the, the regrets I had. Uh, you know, it, again, reminded me of what's important in life. It's not apologies to everyone out there listening. It's not pinball. As much as pinball is a nice little, you know, sparkle in this timeline of life, it's a little sprinkle of fun, right? It doesn't hold a candle to friends and family that mean a lot to you, bring you true love and joy on a day-to-day basis. And I wanted to put this song just because I'm I'm in the mode, you know. It's just I'm, it's, it's what I've been doing lately, and just uh, it fits the theme of talking about things that truly matter. And this is something that truly matters. So, if in the off chance, as magical as music is, that brings us joy when we need it, can join us in the sorrow when we need company. If somehow music 
can transcend the fabric of this reality. Tom, you would want me to shut the fuck up and stop being sappy. Uh, hey, miss you, pal. For those, the song's about to start. If you don't want to listen to it, I don't blame you at all. Skip four minutes and 36 seconds ahead. I'll talk to you soon. This song's called Years Ago by Neon Dale. I can't help what happened years ago I can't change the things I should have known But I can try to learn from them Be a better man I sure miss the ways you made me
I encourage anyone out there to just hit pause on this. Just text, call, verbally tell someone you love that you appreciate them. And sometimes, not to be macabre, before it's too late and you don't have a chance. Man, nothing like a healthy dose of serious emotion to get my tummy rumbling. I hope I don't gag, I hope I don't choke, I hope I don't puke in the pinball pantry. Welcome back. Hi. 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 Well, we're on uh, round two of the pinball pantry. You know, we have to start by apologizing that we are not going to eat the thing that might make you die because it might. It might. Yeah. Well, what it was going to be, and we won't even say it. It's just, well, I'll just say it's something very, very spicy. And you have, you're human, you have stomach issues, and you recently had your gallbladder removed. So maybe eating something that's dangerous to someone with all of their organs is not the best thing for you to eat. Maybe we'll just wait a little bit, maybe. Yeah. On this week of, well, on, on TP on the Pinball Network, we're showing a lot of love. And the last thing we want to do is, is I want to make my sweetheart ill, if not go to the hospital, whose doctor said you should not, in fact, eat spicy food, let alone one of the spiciest things there is. So we're not going to do that. We'll do something else. Uh, I would say equally... Uh, yeah. I don't... Uh, well, let's just do it. Well, what do we have here? We have, well, two things, but both, both are a bag of chips. A bag of Lay's. Very strange flavors, though. These are imported, right? From somewhere think, in Asia? I think they're from Japan. Japan? I'm not positive. They're imported from somewhere in Asia. We don't know our Asian geography, so let's not act like let's, we do. Yeah, let's not <laughs> attempt that. <laughs> but it's not English, uh, and it has some Asian type of writing. But these flavors are completely fucked. So we have two. We, we actually bought four bags. We'll do another two another time because either it's just I don't want to put this pain on either of us or uh, throw up on this, this carpet in here, which happens to be white. What flavors do we have? We have smoked salmon flavored Lay's. Can't wait. And as someone who's not a huge fan of fish, those are going to suck. Mm-hmm. And Italian red meat flavor. What in the fuck? It, it has a picture of, looks like, yeah, just like spaghetti sauce. That's spaghetti right? sauce that's off. That's off. But I mean, I don't know. It's a nice basil leaf in the middle, I would assume. And some sort of, I guess, potato. People put a lot of Italian red meat on potatoes. The salmon has, you know, picture of a salmon. You go, I, you go first. I want to give my smell rating. <laughs> uh, so for those who are first-time listeners of Pinball Pantry, we try food that is either out of the norm, potentially gross, potentially dangerous, which we're skipping, and this fits right in that pocket. Smoked salmon-flavored Lay's, and we rate them out of balls. Uh, how many balls out of five would we rate them? Would we recommend them to friends and family? Should you ever eat them? Yada, yada, yada. I'm going to rate the smell zero out of five balls. It smells like fish chips. Um, Yuck. I will eat one and provide the listeners with some beautiful chip ASMR. 
Not, I'm not over it. I swear. <laughs> it's. I'll I'll pass. No 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 no. No, you like fish. It's like it's salty, and you expect it. Oh, it's just, I, be, I like smoked salmon. Actually, I'm gonna eat another so. one to really get punched in the. <sighs> I don't. You gotta smell the bag. Don't smell one chip. <laughs> That's puss. Smell the whole bag. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're fine with it. I don't know. It smells like dog food. It doesn't smell like it's still good. It smells like it's gone bad. Enjoy it. What do you think? <laughs> right in the garbage. Okay, so out of five balls. Zero balls. Salmon. The salmon smell, zero out of five balls. The flavor I would also give... Uh, zero out of five balls. I'm actually gonna try one more because the first one, like I, I, <laughs> I choked it down too fast to even like really get all the notes. <coughs> Here. Mm -mm. I'll, just, I'll take it. I'm swallowing it. I'll chase it with this. This purple monster. Chemical filled monster drink. Zero out of five balls. Negative one out of five balls. No, Disgusting. no negative balls. Zero out of five balls. Don't buy sa smoked salmon flavored Lay's potato chips. Yuck. All right. Well, I, I'm i going to assume that these Italian red meat flavors will be a delight compared to the smoked salmon flavored Lay's, mm -hmm. which just throw the bag in the trash. Well, I'm not going to eat No, them. Mabel will Mabel? get them. Mabel? Oh, Mabel! You want to eat? Okay, she'll eat. You'll eat one. And you, you have such a cute crunch. I'm going to hold the microphone down by you while you eat these, okay? I want everyone to hear how good you sound when you eat crunchy food. Are you ready, Mabel? Do you want some of these? Okay, here you go. Well, Mabel, you got to chew into the microphone. The smoked salmon, you love fish. Here we go. Chew into the microphone. Good girl. I think Mabel gives them five balls. She's she's a fan. Five out of five balls, huh, sweetie pie? Okay, five out of five balls. I'm glad you joined us, but you only joined us because you smelled fish mm -hmm. in the other room. All right, <clears throat> Mabel will also give Italian red meat flavor. Lay's, five out of five balls. But I'm, I'm actually excited because we got the bad one out of the way. The smell, it's fine. It smells like a bag of chips. You're smelling before. It smells like slightly, slightly tinted red meat. Oh! <laughs> well, I'll give him three out of five <laughs> balls smell. Zero, zeroer eh. than the salmon. Eh. Let's see. Mabel, Mabel was wagging her tail. I'm going to dry him. Let me, let me, it smells like rancid hamburger. Oh, when you smell one, it smells like, it smells like dog shit, but the whole bag smells fine to me. I don't know. It smells like, okay, no, it smells bad. Uh, here we go. Fine. Nah, it's fine. I'll do another one for for, for just for enjoyment. Yeah. You try it. I'm. A, I would eat that and enjoy it. Yeah. For me, four out of five. Four out of five balls, easy. I'll eat this bag and enjoy it. Italian red meat flavor. Jason says four out of five balls. What do you say? It's better than the salmon, but. I give it one ball. One ball? All right. I would gladly never eat that again. Well, let's see what the furry princess thinks. What do you think of Italian red meat flavored Lay's potato chips? What do you think? 
You probably want another one. You didn't get the whole flavor. Let's try another one. Here. Oh, yeah. Mabel also gives that a five out of five balls. All right. Smoked salmon, Lay's potato chips, zero out of five balls. Taste, zero out of five balls. Smell, those belong in the trash. Italian red meat flavor, Lay's potato chips. I gave four out of five balls. I would, I would eat these in front of the TV watching Netflix with a diet soda. You give them one out of five balls. Yeah. They, right. they weren't horrible, but they, were they weren't good. The smoked all. salmon were gag worthy and uh, elicited a gag response that I did not intend. And I think they are disgusting. Agree. Yep. Buy those for people you don't like. Well, thanks again for joining me on the pinball pantry. You're welcome, sweetie. I hope I don't gag. I hope I don't choke. I hope I don't puke in the pinball pantry. Blech. Well, b- b- before you go, since this is a, the week of love at at, at TPN and, and things that we're grateful for, um, we had a pretty good fight earlier this week, didn't we? Fuck. <laughs> didn't we? <laughs> How did it was it's... not horrible. Well, it was it was a good it was one. Not great. No, and I guess for all the listeners, not a physical fight like we beat the shit. No, you know, a, a typical marriage. A lover's quarrel. A lover's, a lover's quarrel where maybe we didn't appreciate each other. Maybe I started. I don't even remember. That's the thing. I don't even remember how it started. You, I, it looks like you do. How did it start? How did it start? Because I didn't walk maybe oh, yeah, before 9 a.m. And I was like, oh, God, son of a bitch. And, 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 I, had a, and I got a tood. And then we had it, you know, but I just wanted to say, regardless of, of that fight, I love you with all my heart. I think the world of you and every little fight that we have, I come out the other side with a stronger feeling, deeper love of our relationship. And I mean it very much. Stop. I'm, I'm serious. I'm not, I'm not just, I, I just wanted you to know that uh, before I ask you this pinball question, soften you up with, with uh, some true love. And then... Um, uh, we talked earlier this week, uh, I was talking about my dream theme of Superman in the last podcast, and before I asked you kind of, oh, what was your favorite pinball machine and Star Trek and all that, but I, I know what your dream theme of a pinball machine is, and on the topic last week, it came up in conversation, and that was A Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. And the season of Halloween, I just thought I'd ask someone that wants another dream theme of pinball, someone who doesn't really give much shit about pinball, other than, I guess, some of the positive things it's done for us, aside from you seeing me happy in my hobby, uh, this podcast we're doing together, we're eating nasty chips and uh, that, that delicious soda. What would you like if you saw me come home with a Nightmare Before Christmas pinball machine and you walked up to it, what would you want to see? I know I'm blindsiding you with this. What would I want to see or what would I want overall? Yeah. Because the music is oh. the most important part. So above anything, you want to hear it turned on and you want to hear the theme song. Yes. And, I mean, you want to see, I'm assuming, Jack Skellington? Do you want to see, what do you want to see? Um, when you look down at the play field, you know, other games... Well, you it has to have the mountain, you know, with the little swirl at the end. Mm-hmm. Oh, like the little Tim Burton-y looking swirly mountain tip? Yeah. 
Okay. It has to have something from that first scene where they have that circle of trees and one for each holiday. You're saying you want to see that on the play field or you yep. just want to see the art? You want to see all that? Like, For example, on Star Trek, there's a big ship. I know you know Star Trek well. There's a star. There's a, well, it's the vengeance, but there's a big starship and you're hitting it with the ball. And you know, that's how you start multi-ball. So how do you think you would do it, I guess, in Nightmare Before Christmas? Is there a certain thing you would hit? Is there a bad guy? Is there someone you don't like in the movie? Is there... I don't remember his name. The guy in the wheelchair. The guy in the wheelchair. Hey, Jason, you dumb fuck. Oh, fucking meth. Hey, man. What? You lost some of the audio. Yeah, I was wondering why this conversation suddenly just, like, stopped. What, what the fuck? I guess while I was editing, I just deleted a whole chunk? Shit! Yes, you dumb wanker. Oh, God, hopefully I can piece some of this together. Figure it out. Fuck you, dude. You figure it out. Eat shit. Fuck you, too. Nah. <laughs> All right, all I remember is we took a pause and Googled Dr. Finkelstein, the guy in the wheelchair, I think that's his name, that we were talking about. And then we got into the conversation of this awesome Halloween globe that we have for decoration. And I asked Dana to go get it. And I think she started playing the tune. And here we go. So Sally and Jack Skellington are sitting on a bench with zero. They look in love as, as two people who are not alive could be and. and Orange and black sparkles are floating around inside the globe. It's really... I like it. As far as globes go, that's a 5 out of 5 balls globe. Absolutely. I yep. love it. So, we'd have uh, Finklefuck. We'd have the sack of shit that you'd bash. We have the, the loopy loop mountain. And the, what were they called? The trees? What did you call them? Yeah. There's probably a name for that forest. I don't remember. I'm just saying it has to be somewhere on the play field. With this music playing. Yeah. Yeah. And then there would have to be part of it that's in Halloween Town and then part of it with the Christmas theme. I'm assuming the, the two main things, three main things that make this one of your favorite movies is the music, the Tim Burton visuals, the, the his whole aesthetic, and then the fact that it happens to be based on your favorite holiday or season of the year. Halloween. Both of them. Oh, and Christmas. Right. That's the beauty of it is you can have these decorations up, watch the movie all the way from Halloween time through the holidays. Mm -hmm. It's perfect. So other than you and me would share, it, I know that if our combined dream theme, as in pinball, our favorite thing to be as a couple would be Harry Potter. Yeah. yeah period. I... You know, I've stated before that my favorites would be Superman that doesn't exist. My, my other one that does exist, obviously, Lord of the Rings. You can attest to my my obsession with uh, Tolkien and all that. But beyond that, my uh, famous, famous to you, love of Superman, which I think actually might end up happening. And if it does, you know, I'm spending too much money on that. Yeah. But you won't care. No. That was Superman. Or Harry Potter. Harry Potter will also be the one like, I don't give a shit, spend as much as you need to, let's get that in the house. Absolutely. And okay, let's take, just before I let you go, because this week, we're going to Mexico next week, so I wasn't even going to record a podcast this week. While we still have you, our combined theme is Harry Potter. Now, do you care if the game came out, if, it, if the aesthetics, the art, was based on the book or the movie? 
Do you care or would you rather have one or the other? Because we, we fell in love with the movies together. You read the books before I did. I mean, right. I went back and read them and, you know. I would prefer the movie, but I'd take either. You'd take either. And for the recent Toy Story where people were like, yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be Toy Story, all of Toy Story's universe. But it just ended up being Toy Story 4, which like, ugh, whatever. Uh, Harry Potter, I would assume that you would like the whole thing, the whole saga, like a Harry Potter pinball machine, one through seven. It's about everything. Right? Yeah. It's not just strict to, you know, Goblet of Fire. No. No. Well, you say it with such, ugh. I would be fine with it, to be honest. If it was just Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone or Philosopher's Stone, I'd be I okay. I mean, I would, I would still take it, yeah. for sure. But, but the world is your oyster. Give me it all. Um, One for each movie. You want seven pinball machines. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hey, if, if we're dreaming, there's enough content in those seven books to, to do everything. A billion multiballs, a billion wizard modes. Well, okay. We've beat the dream theme to death over the last couple of weeks from Superman to now Nightmare Before Christmas, which I agree, even just uh, visually, that game would be incredible. I hope and I have confidence that Harry Potter will happen and that we will have a very fancy version of that in our house. And as much as I like stern games, I think uh, Jersey Jack, you know, the one like the Wizard of Oz that mm-hmm. you've seen where it's like, wow, it's, it's really pretty might feel a little weird playing it or a little slow or clunky, but I think they could make Harry Potter look pretty incredible. I hope they do. Be a piece of furniture. All right. Well, that's it. Let's go. What is it? Six o'clock. Oh, it's almost our bedtime. It's 6 p.m. We got to go. We got to go. Uh, We're geriatric. It's fine. Yeah. We got to go uh, watch TV, go to bed super early, wake up, and then go to Mexico next week. That's right. All right. Well, thanks for joining me. Bye, guys. Bye. Oh, Dana, you're the best. Thanks for eating that garbage with me. I'm not going to review a game this week. I just don't have time. I'm sorry. I couldn't prepare. I could have given like a quick score and really been like, oh, this is lame. Why do we listen to this guy? So next time, apologies. All right, let's talk about Bond. <laughs> no, just fucking get No, I'm sick of it. Game's not even out. I'm already sick of talking about Bond. There, there's your weekly Bond talk. Nothing new. Whatever. Moving on. I've done a little pinball switcheroo, uh, Godzilla Premium to get a Ghostbusters back, and I got my favorite Elwin game, Iron Maiden, back in the house. Man, that fucking game is so good. Uh, you know, there, we talked a little bit about pinball today. However, last but not least, one thing I wanted to bring up, again, the positive side of things in the pinball world, is my man Raymond Davidson for the new Rush Code by Stern. Stern's Rush Pinball game. I, I, I've played it. I like it. Uh, you know, full transparency in some of the TPN Discord. He gives me shit off. And I'm like, where's my Rush? Why am I getting Rush? It, he's not wrong. I mean, regardless of him being part of the software design team, that game is the shit. Oh, I mean, honestly, coming from a musician, usually Rush oftentimes is a musician's band in a way because they're just very talented. Like, does everyone like Geddy Lee's voice? No, they don't. Uh, Neil Peart's drums? Fucking A. Great. But together the talent holy shit and honestly like subjectively is one thing but objectively they write some so fucking good songs so i'm one who i think the theme is great maybe we'll review it down the road but i haven't owned it rush shit it's a fucking good game 
wow, the rules are complex in a good way for people that want to, you know, put in the time and effort. But for me, it's it's one of my favorite recent Sterns. If you, no shit, said, do you want a Godzilla Ellie or a Rush Ellie? Take the market out of consideration that Godzilla, I would take a Rush. No shit. I enjoy Rush more than I enjoy Godzilla. I like Rush the band more than I like Godzilla. There we go. Theme big time. Music, way better. Gameplay, I like Rush better. The rules, I haven't learned, especially the new code, which is what? Let me use the Google machine again. Code 1.0. This shit's done. That's it. No one's going to do it. No, I'm sure there'll be little incremental improvements here or there. But 1.0, for those who are unaware, usually means like this thing's feature complete. In the future, they may tweak some stuff and this. But man, even before 1.0, is actually because I haven't played it since 1.0, the game is so good. Raymond, team, Borg. Oh, God, it's a great game. And this is not just smoke up ass. I There's a lot of music pins that I think are dog shit. Uh, I won't name them on here. But Rush is one of the great ones. Raymond. Ray Day, as they say, hey, you're just a joy to chat with in TPN. Never met you in person, but hey, your, your personality seems great. He's a team player. Dude's awesome. Again, another great thing that Pinball has brought us. Mr. Raymond Davidson, who happens to be a great tournament player and part of the Rush software team. Rush and 1.0. Congratulations to the new code, to the whole team out there. And that's kind of it. I got to go. I got I to gotta go do shit. I got to go to Mexico. You're not going to hear from me next week. Uh, I got to do band stuff. I got to do music stuff. Music's more important to me than pinball. No offense to everyone else there, but that's just my life. So I'm going to go do music. I'll talk to you guys in a couple weeks. See you. Bye.